Welcome back to Go Mad with Doug and Brad, Season 2. This is producer Jesse, and we are so excited about the season and are looking forward to what lies ahead. On today's episode, we hit the ground running as Doug recalls getting kicked out of a voting booth and Brad confesses his go-to political pundits. Hint, they're actual vegetables. Doug and Brad walk through not who to vote for, but how to go through the election season with an ambassador for Christ type attitude. How can we love others well before and after the vote itself? Let's find out and let's go mad. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, welcome to season two of Go Mad it's with Doug and Brad. Two. It's here, Whoa. season two. Season two and all, all my favorite shows came into their own. Oh. The A-Team, Knight Rider, The Wiggles, all of, <laughs> all of them. Did they have the red car in the first season or was it not till season two? I mean. Uh, season six <laughs> is when they introduced the red car. Wow. Um. You still watch them, but, don't you? I mean, I don't know that for sure, I swear. <laughs> well, it's, I got to tell you. And this, I wasn't watching it this morning. You were. We really are excited to be back together. If you don't, if you're tuning in for the first time, first of all, let's do a couple introductions. My name is Brad. I am the uh, dad of three amazing children. My wife, Sarah, and I have been married for almost 20 years now. And uh, yeah, I love donuts. There you go. My name's Doug. I, uh, let's see. Yeah, I've got some amazing kids myself. An amazing wife. I've been married about 27 years. Yeah. Brad's my brother, and he's awesome. Jesse is my pal. He's our producer. Hey, hey. And um, he's so Jesse, the best, man. Yeah, tell Jesse, us about tell you. tell us about Jesse Colucci. I'm Jesse Colucci. Uh, yeah, I've been married about 10 years to my wife, Tara. We have three girls, and uh, we've lived in the Ozarks for something like 13 years. Wow, there you go. The three of us, little trivia, were raised... In northern New Jersey. We right. Jesse was being raised about 20 minutes from us, yep. not even realizing it until much later in life. We're talking Go Mad with Doug and Brad. Can you give a quick summary? What are people listening to when they tune into Go Mad? So there is this fascinating and uh, sobering verse in 2 Corinthians that says, we as believers are Christ's ambassadors as if he was making his appeal through us. In other words, if people are going to know that Jesus loves them and that he can change their life and their eternity, we are responsible for letting them know that. So we just talk about it's a crazy world, man. It can be angry. There's there's confusing stuff all the time. How can we be Jesus reps without blowing it? We're all in this together. What are some practical ways that we can live our life in such a way where we will be a Jesus magnet for people who need him. So we try to get practical about that. Yeah, that's right. We want to help people just be able to make a practical difference with their life. Now, here's the thing. We were meeting and talking about, man, season two and brainstorming, and we're going over all these ideas, and we're like, where do we want to kick off? And so, you know, first thought, pumpkin spice latte. Let's just talk about pumpkin spice latte for a while, and then we're like, no. It's hard um, to get 30 minutes It's really, really, out of pumpkin spice really latte. So then what we're just like, okay, let's start with something that's what What's something good, we could start the new season with? Something fun. Something unifying. We, something unifying, unifying. Something we can all agree on. And we said, we know, politics. That's right, baby. That's right. But actually, okay, we're not really talking politics today. We're talking voting. Not who to vote for, but we're talking about voting. There's a difference. You'll see. So we're talking today about 
making a difference through how you vote. But it's not about, as Doug just said, not who you vote for, but the heart behind it, the how you vote, what's going on inside. So we know that uh, it's it's tricky territory here. And I, let me start off by saying this. We know voting is important. The things it we're going to talk about today, we're not going to talk about the political rap sheet of, hey, here's who you should vote for and which political party and everything else. We know there's a lot of opinions about that, but voting is important. It does have an impact. It does. And uh, you can, though, have a huge impact with who you vote for, but you can also have a huge impact in the voting season. Oh, my goodness. And be even in this season, be a magnet for Christ. Um, When I it can be a contentious time. Okay. (laughs) Voting, you may have noticed, if you haven't gotten on Facebook recently, apparently, are you ready for this? I'm People ready. People have opinions Wait. about politics. Wait. Hold on. And politicians. Wait. Yes. Wow. When I was younger, I thought it would be, speaking of contentious, I thought it would be fun to, uh, I saw my friend at, at uh, my first voting experience, okay? I was voting for president. I was all excited. I saw him across the room. And he was next to the voting booth. And I yelled something like, hey, man, who are you voting for? You better get it right. That's when I found out oh my goodness. that even small towns can have security guards at voting places. Wait, you got in trouble because you asked who they're voting my for? My first and voting they, experience. Or was it intimidation? I well, what asked was that? I didn't who he's voting that. for, and security led me out. Wow. Did you vote? Or did you not get a chance? I can't even remember. It was it was, it was so it was so scary. It's all a blur. I just <laughs> got out of therapy twenty years later. I can be contentious, but uh, that, and that's the thing is that there is so much, I just anger out there and statements that people are like. I, I love when people on social media and everything are like, "Look, I don't mean to stir things up." <laughs> yes, and you like, do. That's exactly what you're posting about, and that's <laughs> what we're talking about today. Is that there is. It is when we talk about how Jesus sees us and how he sees us as his ambassadors, Mm -hmm. we need to be very careful during a voting season, during politics, talking about politicians, everything else, that we don't trample the people that we are trying to reach on the way to the ballot box. Ooh, I like that. Well, it's it's just it's so hard because we want to make sure we make our point and are you losing your witness on the way to the ballot box? And I love that even when we look at it's almost like people long ago said, "Look, we know this is a tough season. We know there's different opinions. We know this is going to be challenging, so what we're going to do is make this nice and easy. We're going to put it at the beginning of November, and then a couple weeks later, ask you to get together with your family around a table for Thanksgiving dinner. <laughs> yeah, whoever, I don't know who. <laughs> whoever put the election cycle right before Thanksgiving, great job. Thanks, Hallmark. That well, couldn't have been Who did that? I don't know. It's some of those people that you are interacting with around the table are the people that you don't want to lose your witness with as you're going through this season. Okay, family, let's all bow our heads and give thanks. Okay, I'll go first. I'm thankful I'm not a Democrat. Oh, okay, I'm thankful I'm not a Republican. Oh, the battling prayers. If you get caught in a conversation like that this year, there's a trick. There's something you can do to get out of it. This guy, I'm glad I'm not a Democrat. I'm glad I'm not a Republican. You ready? Pass the stuffing, please. <laughs> I like Just that. try it. The And I think that when we're talking about, hey, you're sitting around a table, you're sitting around a the ooh, virtual table of Facebook um, and social media, you want to handle things well because 
Jesus is very clear, the Bible is very clear, that how we handle ourselves and our mission to be ambassadors is more important than these other things that are going on around us. That's ambassadorship. Uh, you know, the the thing is, Paul says, the Apostle Paul says some pretty hardcore things about what it means to be God's ambassador and not having people get tripped up on their way to the gospel, on their way to hearing about Jesus. We're going to talk about that a little bit. Uh, Brad, as people are considering things this election season, some advice. What comes to your mind? Because I, I got one. I got one. Can I start with one? Go for it. Try to have as balanced a political view as possible. It's all right. You know, mm. feel passionately about a political belief or a candidate. That's fine. But only listening to one news source or one station only gets you one viewpoint. It's okay to to believe what you believe strongly. But if you only are listening to one voice, you're almost never going to get the whole picture. I actually listen to two voices in the, uh, when I'm trying to get election cycle. Uh, you know, my input from sources and everything, Bob, Larry. Those, I mean, you get, because <laughs> they really have a balanced perspective. They really and you're like, do. So which, which do I listen to at a given time? Man, but, between the two of them. How about this? Okay. You said this earlier, Brad, and I, I really appreciate this, that voting is a privilege. It's an mm. important responsibility. Lots of men and women have paid the ultimate price to win and protect our freedom and, and our ability to vote. I got a question for you. You ready? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start with a hard one. Is it ever okay not to vote? Ooh. Whoa, boy. Jesse? Brad? I make it easy. I can just write in both of your names every year. <laughs> nice. And alternate president, vice president. <laughs> easy. Someday we're going to win. We are going to win with this podcast and the listenership. We're going to get like at least a dozen votes. All right. All right. Uh, I'll put myself out there. You ready? I'm almost 51. There has been only one presidential election I chose not to. To vote for. Tell us when it was and Dude who it was. That's, here's kidding. what I have next in my mind. Which one? Uh, I forget. No, it, I, it was I a would, tough decision yeah. for me because I have a conviction to vote. But one time, though, one time, to my surprise, my conviction to not vote overruled my conviction to vote. But it is an extremely important thing to do and an expensive right. No, I like that. But I, I, I hear where you're coming from on that. My kind of counterthought to that would be. For me, I used to think, man, it's important. I, I don't know why I thought this way, that I need to vote for the Washington, D.C. folks and everything else. So there was an election that I did not vote for maybe top candidates, oh. but I still went and I voted for local. I voted for statewide. That's because interesting. There's a, there is a, I was talking to uh, actually Nick, who was on the podcast this summer with me. He was just saying, man, I view those races almost as important as the national races because it starts there and it builds up. And you even look at some of the issues that have come up recently on issues that have been pushed back down to the state. And it's important that you are voting for the right leaders locally and statewide as much as I would say as nationally and everything else. So I would say there are times I haven't voted for a certain slot on the ballot, man. but I still go and vote for the ones that I think, hey, there is someone that I think can make a difference. Man, here. now I wish I had done that. Can you vote retroactively? 
Uh, what what yes. are the rules here? Yep, someone that is Google, legal. Someone that Google is perfectly this. Perfectly legal. Someone Google. Uh, boy, that's good, Brad. I'm gonna, I'm gonna I am gonna think about that. I really wish I had done that. Actually, now I something that's come to mind. This may seem strange. As, as you're listening to this, we don't have. I want to be clear. We're not sitting here today saying here are the four steps to vote the best way or whatever. What we're trying to do is help us think about ways to look at things a little differently. So, Doug, you've done that with some of what you just were mentioning. For me, I would say uh, this is may seem like a strange challenge, but when I'm talking about how you vote, mm. let me start with uh, those that are around you, your neighbors, your family, your friends, whether it's next door, face-to-face, or online. Before they hear who you're voting for, even if you share that or whatever else, do they know who you follow? Oh, man. Do they know that you are about Jesus? When they are talking to a friend, mm-hmm. are they sitting there and saying, you know what? Yeah. Well, Brad is, uh, he's about this and about that. Or are they saying, man, he's about this political party. He's about this political issue. Or are they saying, man, that guy, he's loving, he's compassionate, he's caring, he, he's, he's strong in his faith, he loves Jesus. Is it, are they talking about the fruit of the Spirit? Or are they talking about the fruit of the world that we see so much around us? Man, so that's some, if you're writing down some good advice, that's some good advice, Brad. I mean, remember, relationships with friends and family are some of life's most valuable things. They can be fragile, as anyone who has gotten in a bit of a tiff over Mm. something political knows. Uh, Don't let a moment of anger or passion create a lifetime of relational distance between you and the people you love. Um, As your passions start to well up in your heart, it's a good time to check your priorities. Brad, what you said about do they know who you follow, where are – this is a really good time, and I I really need to do this as I start to get passionate about politics – as these passions well up in my heart, I'm checking my priorities. Be honest. Man. Am I more passionate about my candidate winning or about my neighbor hearing the gospel? Because they are related in that how you communicate with that neighbor and who you are, that's all about ambassadorship. Are you more passionate? Get this about the great. Are you ready for something deep? I'm ready. Hold on. Are you more passionate about the Great Commission or the Great Election? Hold on. Oh, wait. Are you supposed? Hold on. Are you supposed? Mike drop. <laughs> there we go. Are you supposed to point out your own points as being <laughs> good ones? Is that what's what's but, the podcast rules? But I love that. That is, it's really true because the okay. Let's go to an issue from. We had Huntley Brown on last season. If you haven't checked out our first season stuff, there's some really good interviews oh, yeah. and everything else. Huntley Brown was on with us, so I'm going to choose an issue because there's no way to choose like a real ballot issue and not have someone listening to us be like, "What do they think about that?" So it is what I want to talk about is mushrooms. So you talk about <laughs> man. We I'm going back to it. That uh, actually so, did come up. So if you were saying, "Man, there's a ballot issue about whether mushrooms should be illegal or not." All right. Um. And and obviously, yes, they should be. But I'm getting fired up right now. <laughs> if they, if the, so if you and what are your thoughts on pineapple? And your social media is filled with that. Oh it boy. is filled with the opinions about it. Are you re- really bringing up the, social media? Well, well right here's now? The thing, but because here's the thing: if you are the voice, yeah, that is not 
focusing on that issue. Mm. But you were saying, because guess what? I hate to break this to people. The points you make on social media, really small percentage are changing someone's mind. <laughs> so, so here's the deal. But the hope you share with your family and on social media can change a heart. You may not change a mind, but if you can impact a heart. So instead of talking about the hot button topic, and I want to be very clear here because this is something that you see happen all the time. Don't go away from this episode and go post something and say, hey, I really love Jesus. And what he's told me is that mushrooms are really good or really bad. If you all of a sudden Vote start mushroom to, this season. If you start to couch your political view in who yeah. Jesus is, that is a dangerous line that you're walking right there. So be all about Jesus. Man, on social media especially, remember, it's it's the things that make us different. It's the things that set us apart mm. from what everyone else is doing that makes us a magnet for Jesus, especially the things where we're not just giving in to our basest desires um, and saying, I must yell everything I believe um, in in the loudest way possible. There's certain scripture in the Bible, man, that really stops you in your tracks for a minute. Um, so when you're social media-ing, and it's about politics, man, think about what the Word of God says. Now, some of these aren't going to be popular, but what the Word of God says about how we deal with our leaders, including and especially the ones we don't agree with. First Timothy 2, we pray for them, Man, an amazing thing happens in your heart when you pray for somebody. It becomes much harder to hate them. Um, you show respect to them. Now, this is different than having respect. You don't, you can't force someone to have have respect for a politician, but you can show respect for the office. Um, mm. God's word says, "Bless and do not curse." Even if you feel strongly enough about somebody, where you would say, "I feel like they're my enemy," God's word says. Pray for them, bless, and do not curse. Can you speak passionately about mm. a political issue or belief? Yes, but be careful not to drag names into it. So check this out. Um, I was uh, uh, listening to my sons a few years ago, <laughs> uh, and and uh, they were really young at this point, and I overheard them having this conversation. They were playing a video game, and one of them says, that guy is really a bozo. Mm -hmm. I went, they've never, a bozo is a clown. Like, that's way too old for them. How do they know? Their, their conversation went something like this. What's a bozo? The other answered, daddy says it's the president. Oops. Oh. So, like I said, younger I want to raise my kids where they understand the issues and have biblical perspectives on them. But, man, no matter how you cut it, you can't biblically make a case for mm. hating or sounding like you hate a person, even if a candidate you disagree with in a huge way. And, and typically calling someone a bozo isn't a great step to accomplishing that. That's real talk there because the reality is, is that we all— say things at times that we aren't proud of. There are way mm -hmm. there we get caught up in the passionate moment and everything else. And what I love about what you do, Doug, with your kids and everything, I've seen you over and over the teachable moments and to be able to mm -hmm. take that. So, hey, you've said some things you regret recently about a leader or about a political party or whatever else. 
take that as a teachable moment to sit down with your kids and say, and I know you do this, Doug, and I try to do it with my kids and Jesse with your daughters and everything to say, look, I need to apologize because yeah. I said some things the way I was, I shouldn't have, I wasn't living out. And to be able to point to the scripture you just did and say, Hey, I need to be better with that. So thank you guys for helping me see that and everything. It's so if you make a mistake in the, these weeks ahead and everything, and in the season of life, just look, then make the most of the opportunity. Three powerful words. You ready? When something like that happens. And I've had to say this on a number of occasions to each of my three kids. Daddy was wrong mm. in how I may have raised my voice when I was around your mom in calling someone a bozo mm. that I shouldn't have. Maybe in being wrong when I made an assumption about you, one of my children, that was wrong. Mm. You don't lose respect from your children when you say, I was wrong and I need to apologize for this. When you show vulnerability like that and honesty like that, that's actually powerful to them. And it gives them an example to say, look, when when I've made a mistake, I can admit it. Um, and I actually think it, it opens up much deeper lines of communication. I actually had probably the deepest conversation with my daughter when she was one of them, when she was 13 years old after I said that. Something just opened mm. up. So um, anyway, yeah, even with politics, Kids are I watching, and, and that uh, that's a point I would make is that Kids are watching, and what my kids are seeing right now is that they're seeing a world where everyone is angry with each other, where there is just yeah. a, it's it's more bitter than it's ever been, and so they start to think, well, should I even be involved with this? Should I even vote and everything? We've had to have mm. conversations about the importance of voting, but the importance of viewing things the right way, of looking at don't just vote the hot button topic and what you're passionate about, but look, this is really important. What does the word of God have to say about that issue? And I know there's some things where people kind of mm. quote verses on both sides of an issue, but that's the importance of having that connection with the Lord, of being able to have that personal daily time with them to say, Lord, what's the peace of Christ guiding me to? Not the antagonistic spirit of someone else that's pushing me a certain direction, but where is the peace of Christ leading on this? Jesse, I'm curious because Doug just mentioned before that and I think it's important to camp on for just a minute, the praying for leaders. Cause I've had people push back to me and be like, well, I'm not praying for him. It's not my Senator, not my president or whatever. I'm not praying for him. Mm. What do you hear when you kind of think of praying for leaders? Well, you mentioned the antagonism of the season and I'll admit that my first reaction is I want to bury my head in the sand and mm. let it pass and yeah. not think about it one way or the other because of all the hostility the season causes but I'm trying to ask myself the question, what, for the Christian, what is the voting season for? What, oh. what can it be used for? Why does it exist? How might God use this season that is uncomfortable for me to further his kingdom and to establish relationships or encourage relationships with other people, especially people who don't know Jesus? Hmm. I want to do that with seasons, wow. holidays, whatever makes me uncomfortable whatever I wouldn't have as my first choice on my calendar, I want to approach that time saying, God, what is this for, for someone who follows you? Because you're going to use it for something. Mm. How can it be used best? 
uh, can't I can't ignore it. I also can't become submerged in it. It's not the point mm, of my life. That's good. Yeah. But it is there. And so God, because it's here, how can it be used well? And one of those ways is it's just a reminder to pray for both the people who are voting, maybe people that you don't agree with, and for the leaders themselves, as the Bible tells us to in, I believe, First Timothy, to pray for leaders, whether yeah. they're good leaders or not. We're called to pray for them. And Jesse, yeah, those I've were Romans. It. Remember, they they when when Paul right. was saying, "Pray for your yeah, leaders." You we got it bad. These are like this is like Caesar. Uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. People are like we have it so bad. It's like no matter who the president is, we got it so bad. It's like no, that <laughs> it's not- we don't know. Um, Jesse, you would I, I uh, wrote down something you said the other day, and I love this because it goes along with what you were saying. That pray for yourself too. That an mm-hmm. election is not just something to get through but see it as an opportunity to make a difference like you were just saying there. And I, I would say, I know we're, we're actually, this is gone fast. We're running out of time soon, but I've got a verse here that I, and a word I want to say about pastors. Uh, but the verse is a great political season. Whenever that is verse for people who are ambassadors, as you were pointing out at the beginning, Doug, mm-hmm. we are ambassadors, Colossians four, five, and six. Seriously, write this down, folks, post it somewhere Bring it with you to the ballot box, whatever it is. Live wisely among those who are not believers and make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be gracious and attractive so that you will have the right response for everyone. Man, go back to the conversations you've had recently. Go back to those social media posts. See if there's some you actually need to delete because they were not gracious and attractive. They were not seasoned with salt and mm. light because that should guide us through. And Matthew 5, 9, blessed are the peacemakers. Mm. Now, what I want to say about pastors real quick is uh, a friend of mine, I just I know there's an experience recently where I, he was given a great message on just kind of having the right heart as far as Christians in America and everything else. Great balanced message. And uh, right beforehand, someone came up to him and was just talking to him about their political views and hammering him on stuff. And literally, it gives this great message, really heart talk and challenging people. Oh, yeah. Person goes up right afterwards, starts in on the political talk again. And, and these are my viewpoints and everything. Not even arguing with them, just kind of saying, this is what I believe, this is what I believe. Please know that your pastors are there to help shepherd you are there to help rightly divide the word of truth, but they are not there to be your election guide. They are not there. Don't don't try to get them mm. to embrace, to tackle and confront every issue from the pulpit. These are pastors that are trying to say, man, I want my flock here. I want this church to know what Jesus says about things and for them to talk to Jesus about how they vote and everything. So let's Let's. I guess it's just the uh, in Pastor Appreciation Month, which it is right now. Appreciate your pastor and don't go after them <laughs> with every kind of viewpoint. So that those are uh, that is a great point, Brad. Um, so to be clear here, there's three of us here: Jesse, Brad, Doug. The three of us, we all believe who we elect as our leaders is important business. We yes. want to make sure you're hearing this that it is important. It's fine to be passionate about issues. 
and even, and teach your kids about them and knowing what the biblical perspective is. But as you're doing all this, especially in, if I was going to summarize my heart on all of this during the political season, during all of this, let the Lord examine your heart. And if you find your thoughts are much more about your candidate winning mm. and people knowing your thoughts about politics versus considering how to win your neighbors, your coworkers, your family to Christ, your priorities are probably a bit out of whack. If you're going to be that passionate about something, about making sure your neighbor knows this or you're, the people on your social media, they must know this about me. They must know that this is the way to believe. Make 90% of that about your Savior. Mm. Now, one good way to know if you care more about their salvation and their politics, here we go again, some, uh, some verses that can disrupt your life a little bit. Paul, do your best to be at peace with everybody mm. so as to win them to Christ. Um, if it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. In 1 Corinthians 9, he says, I become a servant to everyone to win as many to Christ as possible, and we put up with anything. Listen to this. We put up with anything rather than hinder the gospel of Christ. Paul isn't saying he doesn't have rights. In fact, in that section of the Bible, he feels strongly and communicates strongly. I do have rights, but he says, I will not allow myself mm. to insist on them so much that they're going to harm someone by distracting them from the fact that giving their hearts to Jesus is the most important thing in the world. Man, if we want real change in our land, get really serious about it and commit to a lifestyle of holy living and prayer and being Christ's ambassador because, man— one thing I'm pretty sure of, that it is not changing a political belief that changes the world. It is a changed heart. And there's only one person in history, our Savior, that can change somebody's heart. Presidents don't change hearts. We've heard this scripture before, but think about this once again in the context of this season. If my people who are called by my name will humble themselves, pray and seek my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven. I will forgive their sin. I will heal their land. That's great Old Testament stuff. That truth remains, though only changed hearts can turn a nation around and only God changes hearts. To paraphrase a song from a long time ago that I don't remember who sang it and I should, <laughs> uh, let there be peace in this election cycle and let it begin with me. Uh, let it begin with me and what I'm going to bring to the table. Was that Christopher Cross? I think so. Well, no, I think it was Chris Cross. Uh, they, so, so what, <laughs> Chris <laughs> Cross will make you vote right. Last thing I'm going to say, and then I'm going to end with a dad joke because I have 90s, to. Baby. Um, the baby. Uh, here we go. If Last thing I would say. If your hope on election night and as the results come in is shattered, your hope is in the wrong place. Mm. Your hope needs to be in Christ and Christ alone. He is where our hope is found. Now, you may be disappointed, yeah. but you should not lose all hope because your candidate didn't win. Vote the way you feel God is leading you to vote. It makes a difference, but just remember where our hope truly is. Is found. Look at everything in this voting season. How can I be Christ's ambassador? This world needs the hope of Jesus. I've got to deliver it. How can I, yes, be passionate about who I vote for, be passionate about why I'm voting, but be most passionate about being his representative 
in how we communicate all these things. Jesse, I have to tell you that uh, you're you're um this is a dad joke. You're you're I'm going back. You're the pro mushroom guy, right? You uh, like mushrooms? That is correct. So if you here's your uh, tagline, if you ever want to run for office, vote for Jesse. He's a really fun oh, guy. Oh, I knew it. I knew it was coming before <laughs> you said weird. it. My son came in and told me that joke this morning. Are you serious? I'm not he totally got it wrong. We're reading I mean, like <laughs> he said he said something like, Daddy, how do you know someone is great when oh. when they hate mushrooms? I'm he says they're fun guy. <laughs> I, I, I think oh. I know where you're going, but still, same same thing. I got to tell you, this I've is going to be a great season. By this, it really is. Oh, I've been encouraged by this today, Me guys. Too. Just talking through this, it really is going to be a great season. We, dog. we actually decided right before we went on that one of our subjects this year is going to be dad bods. That's right. Oh That's my right. goodness, What's maybe happening several weeks. here. Several weeks. <laughs> the seven part series: <laughs> mushrooms and dad bods. <laughs> All right, hey everyone, thank you for joining us today. Remember. Tell a friend about us, uh, share this, like the posts on Facebook, Instagram, uh, go leave us a review on Apple Podcasts, all these different things. But most importantly, until next time, please make sure you go, go mad. mad. Make that difference.